what is possible with a steadfast and bold vision. Welcome. Welcome to SAFE. A red brick and sandstone building looms large on Calgary's North Hill, complete with twin towers, gothic arches, and gargoyles. They've stood watch over the city for a hundred years now. This is Heritage Hall, the heart of the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology, known as SAIT. And we're celebrating the lessons of the past 100 years since students first walked through its doors. 100 years of innovation, pushing boundaries and leading by example. 100 years of getting SAIT students up to speed for a rapidly changing new world. Join us and learn from the stories whispered from these walls, celebrating 100 years of Heritage Hall. What lessons would we learn if only these halls could talk? SAIT has always stood as a beacon of education, not only in Calgary and not only in Alberta and not only in Canada, but also as a respected institute around the world. I mean, just think of all the countless international students who have traveled from afar to learn here in these hallowed halls. I mean, let's be honest, SAIT didn't just become a leader in higher learning overnight. As they say, the best education starts in the early years. First you learn to walk, then you run. But no running in the halls! At one time, the University Demonstration School, UDS, in Heritage Hall helped develop life's most impressionable minds, children. <laughs> you think the towering stone walls on campus are intimidating to an adult? Imagine young, small children walking this massive campus. I mean, it must have felt like Hogwarts. And you know, maybe that comparison's not too far off. After all, ask a child what they want to be when they grow up and you'll get a variety of answers. From a radio producer to lawyer, nurse to architect to farmer, UDS and Heritage Hall and SAIDE has helped all these dreams come true, and more, for multitudes of children. And gotta say, that feels pretty magical to me. Well, what more could you ask for than have three friends here that we have been chums for over 70 years now? We still gather, along with some of our other classmates, right from grade one. And it all started when we met in Heritage Hall. My name is Murray Cameron, and I started off school, of course, over at UDS, which is in the Heritage Building, uh, now called SATE. Ruth Ironside and I were in the same grade right from the beginning and went right through high school. Actually, Ruth was the valedictorian in, in, in Crescent Heights High School when we got there. And Brock, of course, was a couple of grades behind us, but he lived on the same street as I did. And we all played around, and uh, it was a very close-knit community. And we all walked to school together, and everybody visited on the way. Uh, some of our early memories, of course, are uh, the things that I did in school. In grade three, a bunch of us got class jobs, and mine happened to be our social convener for our grade three class. So one of the projects I did, I took the whole class down and organized, and I did have some help from members that I cannot remember who they are, but uh, we went to Riley Park for a picnic, and we've got photographs of this, and we did the, uh, the three-legged race and the, the gunny sack race and uh, all sorts of things, and, and we all took a picnic lunch down and, uh, and just had a great time. What are your early recollections, Ruth? 
there was no playground at the school. It was just barren, but the boys sometimes would play a bit of football. We would play baseball, girls or boys or mixed. The girls on the pavement in front of our grade nine class and on the West End, where we would have a lacrosse ball and toss that ball up the corner of the building because it wasn't a square corner. It was nicely marked with bricks on each side and a flat area. And that took hours, you know, every week that we would play there. That was how we played. Our principal at the time was Mr. Bert Oswald Miller, B.O. Miller, quite the character. What do you remember about him, Ruth? He was very tall, bald, middle-aged, perfect speech. You respected him. If he's watching, you'd better behave. He was also kind, and he taught me how to write. After Miss Tester in grade three said I would never be a nice writer, I showed him in the end that he had taught me well. (laughs) You ever end up in that principal's office? On occasion, not very often, because as it happened, Mr. Miller came to our house uh, once a week for piano lessons. And so my mom taught him piano. Consequently, it was actually good for me because I, I smartened up in a lot of ways. My name is Brock Smith, and I went to uh, UDS from 1953. I graduated out of Satan in 1955. Excellent memories of being there. I remember the polished uh, concrete floors in there. You could slide a mile on wet feet. Uh, I remember all that. They had stuffed animals in uh, showcases all along both sides of the hallway in there. I had Miss McKill for uh, grade one. Delightful lady. Um, uh, uh, not according to my report card, but I thought she was delightful. Uh, she, she took the entire class at the end of the year down to Glenmore Park for an end of uh, grade one party and outing, which I don't think people can do today. My grade two teacher, Miss McMurtry, uh, invited the entire class to her house or on 4th Street for a year-end graduation party, and I thought that was wonderful. Uh, I remember it was January 1955, and uh, Stuart Obie said uh, to me, he said, if you put your tongue on the door handle of the west block there, he said, it'll stick. And I thought, well, no, I don't think so, because I got a hot tongue. So I stuck it on there, and bang, it was stuck to the thing. Uh-oh. And I was sitting there trying to yank on it without losing too much skin, and uh, Mary Lou Mackey came over, uh, ninth grader, and uh, who lived next door to me on Crescent Road, and she said, uh, I'll go get some boiling water. So she left, and I thought, uh, I don't need boiling water, but my greatest fear was the ninth graders, because they never opened a door in the building, they booted it. And I figured if one of those booted the door, it caved my head in, so I just ripped my tongue off. And uh, my mom said I was the nicest, quietest little fella for about two and a half months uh, that had ever lived in her house. I really enjoyed the first two grades that I had up at uh, at UDS there because they had cloakrooms. And my behavior was uh, probably not as good as it could have been because I spent most of the year in the cloakroom uh, for grade one and grade two, which allowed me... Uh, to go through all the other kids' lunches and uh, find the good stuff, uh, which uh, which I did. And I even got the chance to do that at Rosedale School when they built it because Miss Tester had a cloakroom in hers. So uh, I had three years of uh, good eating. 
My uh, my sister remembered uh, the recess bell. It was a hand bell that somebody rang outside the the uh, doorway of the west block there. She remembered the uh, banging all the blackboard brushes on the bricks and stonework all around the west door. Miss Tester's room had a, uh, a diorama and other artifacts from uh, native peoples in there. There was a teepee and a fire and, and paintings and, and things, and it was really interesting to, uh, to look at. There was a rumor afloat that, uh, that there was indeed a, a hockey rink out behind uh, that heritage hall. But I don't recall that it was. I recall that there was a, a slight hill to the west, uh, rise with some bushes on it, and uh, we played in the bushes with snowballs and running around in a soccer ball uh, out on that small hill, which is now a parking lot. But it was great fun back when I was grade one and two. The library, to my recollection, it wasn't a very big library, but it uh, had a spiral staircase that went up into the tower the very top of Heritage Hall. And it seems to me that it was a very small room up there, but it did have a chair and a, and a little table from, from my recollection. The grade nine class was also on the main floor. I remember the boys coming in from, you know, probably a phys ed when we were maybe going to the library or maybe going to the gym. And these big boys saw these little kids and they come running and put the hand on the head of the small child and jump over them. It was quite funny. One of my favorite uh, recollections of Heritage Hall is all the music brought forth, mostly by, uh, of course, uh, Mr. Miller, our principal, and uh, Miss Cheney, our grade five teacher. You know, Mr. Miller would, would run the assemblies in there, and all the seven, eight, ninth graders sat up in the balcony of the old Heritage Hall, and the rest of us knotheads were sitting on the floor. And he would bang away on a piano, and we'd do God Save the Queen in O Canada. And then he'd launch into lovely Alberta, land I love best. And uh, it would, it would uh, descend from there into something that I probably wasn't that interested in. He taught us some of the old folk songs, or they, maybe they weren't that old, but they were the folk song of the day. He was also the French teacher. So we did some songs in, you know, Alouette and what have you. So we did get to be semi-bilingual at the time as well. The, the one thing that I do remember that was uh, sort of noteworthy for the city, the Governor General Vincent Massey came to town to visit. He'd, he'd only been in the job for about a year and he came to Heritage Hall. And although he didn't come to see us at a, in the auditorium, it was probably more for the uh, actual technical school. We all gathered on the south lawn outside the towers to see him. And so that was one VIP that came to our school. Continue the journey through Sate's historical past. Visit sate.ca forward slash alumni for more episodes.